So I go on my merry way, and this becomes the million-dollar business. I still own 5% of it. Well, you could be diluted as more and more people buy in. But I still own shares in it. The amount of shares that you own at whatever their current value is would still be yours. Okay. So, Ian, I love the idea. I I want it. I'm, I'm going all in on the whole thing. Can I buy more shares for the EFS than my $100 worth? My hundred shares from the dynasty yeah and so this is something at least initially that we're really going to limit to members of the league that for anyone out there who is a a man a team manager now if you want to say like oh yeah we're going to blow this up faster i'm going to put in over and above my shares another two hundred dollars or something like that i'd say up to a total of 500 so we're not too deep into the mess. Yep. Anyone in the league who's interested in doing that, yeah, it, it's open to them. And 500 would bring you in at around the level that we've been talking about. But also, if you say, oh, well, I want to do that, but I want to put in an extra 50. Like, it doesn't need to be 500. It doesn't need to be too. There's no amount. If it's something that interests you and you want to put some money in it, do what makes sense to you. Like, I, I'm not asking people to. We have it funded where it needs to be. But if it's something you really believe in, the way to put fuel on the fire and make it grow faster is, yeah, throw throw some money in it. And that's something that we'll make available, at least in the first year, to people in the league. Okay. okay. I, I know I'm getting a little ahead. So I just... Sure. Again, all excited here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, just like buying shares, more so than buying shares, this isn't a call to ask anyone to to put money into it. But if it's a ride you want to take, that's something that as a group, you know, the, the current people who've bought in are open to specifically for the league members. Whereas you don't have to be in the league to buy shares of a team. And, and that would still translate to EFS shares. But if you then want to put in more to up your stake in, in the EFS, then like I said, that, that would be available to members of the league. Members of the league only right now? For, for this year, at least. And, and then at the end of this year, the people who have a say, people who have bought in and have shares, we'll, we'll look at a few things and, and vote on it like we do for, like we do in the league. I mean, it's pretty similar, except for your vote will count based on how much of that group you've bought into, you know? So, so no matter who it is, they, they buy in proper amount of shares, we'll use the number, the number of 500. So that's about. That is, that is the max. Yeah. yeah. So, so I come in, I plop down 500 bucks. I want an e- EFS. So I have equal say of everybody else that's put $500. In. Yes. So there, there's no senior management to this? Well, so from the people early on, I mean, some of us have put more than $500 in. And depending on how things go throughout the season, maybe we'll put more money in. But you'll basically be issued a share at the going rate, which right now is a dollar. And you'll be able to vote for however many shares you have. Okay, so it's going to be a percentage vote, basically. Yeah, exactly. All right. So no one gets cut out of it. And, and I just want to kind of say this to everybody, just, just so you know. Like, this is... It's uh, a word I'm looking Insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possibly that, too. You never know. It's... Uh, it's a little venture capital, uh, sort of speak to, to, to a great extent. extent. Like, 
and then this is why I'm sure that you were making it out. The we're not soliciting. No, we're, we're not not at all. We're, not, we're just explaining what's happening. Like, like yeah. no one's pressured, no one's pressured to, to put it in. No one has, no one has to. Be. You can completely lose every every dime that you put into the EFS. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not not the MDFA. Yeah. 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 the NDFA. And DFN. Niagara Dynasty Fantasy Association. So, so you're, you're never, never going to lose that for buying shares. So, unless, unless you don't win the league, obviously. But, yeah. But going to the EFS, it is purely venture right now. And I don't want anybody to go in with blinders and say, you know, I gave you a hundred bucks and you guys completely failed at this whole thing. And again, I'll just say this. I'll be kind of blunt and direct about it. If if it's just me and you putting in at the end, end and it builds or something, it doesn't build or something, I'm willing to take that risk. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not upset with anybody else if they don't want to do it. Like this is so this is something we kind of threw together, and I just don't want anybody to feel pressure. I'd even go as far as saying you asked a question, so I answered it. But not only are we not soliciting it, I don't necessarily recommend anyone that you. I mean, if you want to buy shares, I hope you do, and great. But putting money in over and above it, I don't necessarily even recommend it. But if you think this is so crazy that it might work and you want to do it, we'll accept it. But nobody should. There's about a 50% chance that you're setting your money on fire. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, yeah, like I said, eyes wide open with the whole thing. This is a crazy kind of harebrained idea that might be that people have thought of before and no one's doing it because it don't work. Uh, there, there could be that, or there could be, it could be crazy enough, and it could be Amazon that some people just chose not to buy into. Yeah, sorry. Uh, well, so you, for a background, because I mean, people haven't been part of the conversation. That's, <laughs> that's that's Joey with the the big dreaming and stuff. But it's like I said, I mean, the chances of this turning into a multi million dollar thing is zero because we're. Your probability that I don't say that. Okay, 0.02. Makes me feel better. You know, talking future plans, stuff like that, the, the ultimate goal is eventually to turn it into an actual money-making business that's worth something. You know, the idea is eventually investing in software development to support this kind of platform of fantasy, that a website that supports shares trading, you know, having logos and stuff like that, making it a little bit more visually compelling, you know, having a website that wasn't designed by Ian, who's trying to teach himself how to design websites. You know, there's some goals there up to and including the, the fantasy sports lounge, which is a sports bar dedicated to fantasy sports rather than just regular sports. And that's a whole nother conversation that could go on for a long time, but, that has a red zone channel type of thing, but for multiple sports, this isn't just football talking way down the road and shit, but that supports fantasy and esports fans with like a software development that you can bring up on a thing on your table. That's doing live updating of scoring and doing a version of the red zone channel. That's jumping between the players on your fantasy team. So it's not red zone. It's the show me your TDs channel where DeAndre Hawk, well, you traded him away. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill scores a touchdown, you know, or is in the red zone. 
and you write the software so it knows that because you registered your team while you're sitting there having your wings or whatever and it brings up the Chiefs game you know and then give me a running back yeah CEH well no because he's on the Chiefs as well Austin Eckler you know the Chargers make it into the red zone after the Chiefs just turned the ball over now it jumps to the Chargers you know like I said that that's just stupid in the future whatever but See, now you're getting me all excited again, see? It's, Sorry, this got off the rails here. No, it's all right. But that's, if everything, the stars aligned and everything worked out, that's kind of the vision is doing things like that, that the business is built around fantasy and, and inclusive of esports, of baseball, of basketball, of fantasy golf, if that's what people are into, and really catering for it. Because when's the last time you went out and found any business that's catering to fantasy. Like, I tell you, I've done a lot of research. There's maybe a dozen in the country. And I, I, was, I was reading something one time, and you know what? It, just, just the big numbers probably excite me here. You know, it, it's, it's gambling Joe, Joe here a little bit, you know. But there's, there's like $6 billion spent on fantasy oh, yeah. every year. Billion with a B. Like yeah. that, that, that's mine. Well, I don't need it all. And, and the the largest growing segment in in sports is esports. And so you got people paying six billion dollars a year to play fantasy. You got several hundred million in esports. People are starting to play these games professionally, and you can't find a business that caters to these people. And you know, and when I say business, obviously sneaker app, ESPN, you know, Yahoo Sports. There's lots of software platforms catering. There's no location that's set up that invites you in. You go to B-Dubs, you can have the game on. Or uh, Duff's, if you're up in Buffalo, Rivals, you can find a sports bar where the game's on. But none of those places give a shit that you're into fantasy. None of them are trying to cater to learn the teams that you're trying or the players you're trying to keep track of and doing that. None of them are putting a leaderboard up there. None of them are encouraging you to play fantasy. None of them are making a dedicated draft space where you have a semi-private room inside of their location that you can use on a game day or for draft parties. You know, a lot of them will support your draft party, but it's purely, you can have these three tables. In the middle of Applebee's during lunch hour. Yeah, and we'll let you plug into our TVs, but you're still going to have to contend with the noise and everything around you, which has been a great location. I'm not knocking it, but, you know, even they used to give away glasses and mugs or cup holders or little bits of swag to say, you know, fantasy is part of our business. Now it's not even that. Like, it just seems like it's an overlooked market of people who are more into their chosen sport that they're playing fantasy for than your typical viewer. And it's just being ignored. Oh, absolutely. And what I always say, like, like why not us? Why not this league? Why? That, was the original, that was the original question is why not? And the downside, going back to the EFS, kind of circling around, the downside is by doing a few hundred dollars here and a few hundred dollars there, and maybe that turns into a thousand or a couple thousand, it would take longer than if someone just plopped down three million bucks and said, okay, this is what I'm building out. That's the downside of it. But the upside of it is no one has to put anything into it. This could just be, like you said, Ian and Joe's venture, but... Anyone who wants to come along for the ride, it, we're welcoming. And it'll be whatever we make it. And maybe that means that 
you make enough off it every year to cover your league fee and possibly get playing a league with a big payout. Or maybe it's something else 10 years down the road that's a little bit bigger. And frankly, maybe it's a, I can't believe I put 500 bucks into this and we lost all our money. But it's a risk I'm willing to take. And I'm not asking anyone else to. But if it's exciting, jump on board because this is going to be fun. This is and then you know why I probably took this all off the rails because again I get all excited about it. Like I, it just why not? Just why would it not work? Like you know what? I know this guy when he was younger. You know, he was looking for investment. Just started looked at Amazon and said, you know. This really, this really looks, looks like, like a good idea, idea but, but I don't really want to throw the grand into it. it. You know, you know, I think he's banging, think his, he's banging his head off my daughter's car, car right, right now. now. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. So I've been fortunate in life to, depending on your perspective, either understand just enough about the market to have had some success in investing or to have been lucky enough to have had some success in investing. But I did. At one point in my life, look at Amazon. This is back before you bought stocks online. Or you could. This is before I bought stocks online. And looked at it and, you know, had the person that I used to buy in stocks be like, yeah, this Amazon company. Like, this is really interesting. And I was like, it is interesting. Like, I think they will be one of the more successful bookstores. They'll be the online Barnes and Noble. And you could probably make some money there. Yeah, you could have made a dollar or two. But instead, I'm going to put that, you know, the money I'm investing right now, and I don't even remember what I bought. Tell me Enron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Into Enron. And like I said, I, I've done all right with investing over time, but I can tell you whatever I bought that day and sold a year later doesn't even hold a candle to what Amazon did. I, it's, there's no comparison. So there's the inside joke, guys. I'm just kind of busting his chops a little bit on the whole thing. So we always got to put a shoulda, woulda, the good stock tip that we knew better. Oh, yeah. Like, I told you, I used to play online poker. Yeah. And then when the FBI shut everything down, everyone started going to Bitcoin. And I had, like, know, 75 bucks in there, 100 bucks. Like, something. Like, nothing real. Yeah. And they, and were, they were like, like oh, converted to Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck this Bitcoin shit is. Like, and the FBI symbol, like, completely like, turned me off. I was like, I don't even want to touch the computer. I don't want fucking James fucking. You know how hard fucking Peter's laughing right now at you? Oh, absolutely. So, you know what? I look back and so, so you know the story, but I. I think that $100, that $100 worth of Bitcoin, Bitcoin I, I looked at it would be worth something like $40 right now. Bitcoin, Bitcoin was like eight cents a share or something. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, oops. Yeah. Fuck that FBI. Should have put it in Bitcoin. <laughs> not the CIA, though. Yeah, not the CIA. Yeah, okay. But yeah. So we, so all, we all got to live and learn, right? Yeah, it's how it is. You know, I mean, had we, we wouldn't be sitting in this garage right now having fun playing fantasy football. Absolutely. We could buy them $7,000 teams and just say, fuck it, we're paying. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and this whole conversation is no way, again, to solicit anybody or, or to build up your dreams that we're going to no. be Amazon or Bitcoin or anything like that. No. We're going to probably be dumbasses. We're going to, yeah. 
can't even be Enron because we'll fucking flame out sooner than that. Yeah, exactly. So I, like I said, I'm just, I'm just excited. It might, like you said, it just might be crazy enough. It works. It's always possible. If if not us, who? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. Like I said, we we've been talking about this for a while, and I don't know, a month ago or so, yeah. maybe two months ago now. I finally just said, like, if we don't just throw, if I don't, for me, because this is something that I want to do, if I don't just take a few dollars and throw it into an account and say, that's just a little bit of money, I could have bought into a stock or I could have, whatever, at this point, tried to buy fucking groceries. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I basically came to the thing, if I don't do it now, then I'm probably just not going to do it. And that's why, for me, I'm willing. You know, I understand that I'm probably going to not make anything and want that money will wind up being a payout. And all we're doing is helping fund Reese, Reese's college education right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's for the betterment of everybody, so I'm good with it. Yeah. And, and so, again, like I said, while I'm inviting you to go on the journey, I don't recommend it. If I was your financial advisor, I'd tell you you're not. But yeah, yeah that's where we stand. You told, you told me, me that whole thing, thing, and I'm like, there ain't no way I'm not going in with you. <laughs> yeah. I do, do want, want to take a ride on the Titanic. Yeah. It won't sink. It has lifeboats. Um, but yeah, anyway, I guess pulling it back, like, we kind of covered a lot of things. What what else do we need to talk about with the EFS here? Well, I think we got the general outline of it. Yeah. So nothing's going to change in the league for anybody unless they want to. Absolutely not. We covered that. Yeah, and, and shares will get. Yeah. I, I don't think we can say that enough. So just really put an emphasis on that. This year, the NDFA, you come, you buy in for fifty bucks. There'll be a total payout in the league of six hundred dollars for the same first place, second place division winners, the same as it's been for the last three years. And the other thing I'll say with that, I put out one text about shares so far, and maybe around draft time, either the NFL draft or our draft. There might be another one inviting people like, you know, hey, these are the shares and stuff. There'll be periodic share price updates, but I might send everyone else one more text sometime before the season inviting them to buy shares for their team if they want to. But that'll be the end of it. Only because it's not going to turn into a thing where you're being pressured to buy. So the hope is, is just to make sure everyone understands, knows about it and understands and if there's any questions about what about this or that obviously ask me and i'll answer um but it's not going to turn into a weekly or a monthly text hey you didn't buy your shares or this so if you're thinking about it like it's going to really be on you to remember because it's not going to turn into a thing where we're trying to push this on people yeah and we're and we're doing this podcast today but uh at best, there's one more. Yeah, yeah. If there's follow-up questions or if there's a chunk of things we missed or whatever, we might do a follow-up. But yeah, this ain't this ain't gonna be a normal podcast for everyone that is listening. Yeah, I'd even say there might come a time where it might make sense where we're doing a podcast for or about the EFS, but it, it wouldn't be this podcast. Like it wouldn't be the NDFA podcast. No, no, not not at all. And, uh, and, and, and you know what, what? the, the, the one thing that, thing that like we've talked, we've talked about it, just so everybody absolutely absolutely knows it. And we, I think we've covered the that nothing that nothing's going to change. change. Um, 
Mitch, I think, Mitch, I think we said this enough times to get the message across. Like, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you don't catch it when we only say it once a week. But uh, where's that horse? <laughs> it's still around here somewhere. I got to kick it one more time. But uh, one thing, one thing I don't want to do, and this is. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's near and dear to your heart, and, and it is mine. Like we, we, started, we started this league with, you know, uh, twelve, no, 12 14 people now. Of you know, we we switched two, uh, owners. two owners so far. Yeah, you know, Adam uh, had about all of coming back in, so when we get any expansion, or if we get any expansion, yeah. But uh, I, well, we won't water down this league. Like, like you're going to get your same shitty podcast once a week. Okay. Year. Like, like the league is very important and probably at the head of the whole thing, the league is very important that it doesn't fail first above and beyond everything else. Yeah. So we, we, we won't water this down for anybody. Well, so I guess central to this, and that's kind of what we've been talking about. The point of trying to do this is to make the league even more crazy. Yes. <laughs> so Absolutely. So if it's been too much for you already, I apologize for the ride. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I just I, I want to make sure everyone is hearing what we're saying. Yeah. And again, and yeah, I, I love this. Uh, like I said, that's when I made the joke about Lynn Bowden. I promise you, I stared at my phone for 15 minutes. <laughs> like I promise that happened. I promised I promise you, Mitch was sweating, and I was sweating when we were making the deal for all them picks, and I gave him Keenan Allen and Fournette. I promise you there was some uh, some trauma there to us. Sure. But, like, can I pull this trigger? Can I not pull this trigger? I think, I think Mitch kind of wanted to tell me, like, fuck off. Why did you do, like, an hour timer on the goddamn thing? Like, and then he sends it back to me with the timer. And it's like, fuck. Now I know how he feels. You know, so, like, like, the league is completely awesome, in my opinion. And, and, and it's probably going to get crazier. So, so I, I, I don't, don't ever want anything to happen to this league. And, and it's, it's a center for everything to keep going with this league. Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's good. good. And I, the feedback I kind of get from everyone is that they're this into it. I, I think sometimes um, maybe we're introverted, sort of say about it. Like, you know, but every time you like one on one talk to someone, they're like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, 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 we're into this shit. Like even, even when the messages aren't flying and stuff, which is one of the more fun parts of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, so to make that even better, it, um, I, are you sort of done with the where we're going with this whole thing before I ramble on other stuff? Oh, no, go ahead. Are you, you can move it around, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's extremely important that we all get together for the draft. Yeah. Like, again, Ian has met everybody. Obviously, I know everybody on both sides, you know, the uh, pencil tucky guys, you know, the, the New York guys. And so we really got to try to get together this year. I hope everyone can make that draft. Yeah. Uh, again, we'll we'll do it down here in pencil tucky here. You know, everyone's welcome to come down and, and, and it'll be good that we can all get together, meet, learn each other's sarcasm. You know, sometimes text messages are dry and you're like, what the hell did that guy mean? Yeah, just quickly interjecting. That's Saturday, July sixteenth. That we're we're looking at doing it. So no one raised any concerns with that date. So if you're able to mark it on your calendar, because it would be really good. Like I don't know if it's possible, but I'd I'd love it if we could get all twelve of us together 
even if it's not every year, just once, you know, absolutely. You know, every other year, if we can get all 12, hopefully every year, but like, let's do it. I mean, the league, it's enough of a league. Like it, it can only help for everyone to actually meet each other. And like you say, kind of learn, you know, that you're more than just a, a helmet logo and, and the texturing on sleeper, you know? Yeah. I think it would really be good if people could make it out. Yeah. Since no one balked us, you're about to date. Like I, I, I'm very optimistic about it, to be honest. Yeah. Like, well, we're talking about doing it in my house. So I'll be, <laughs> and you know, why we can't make too many excuses when we're making Ian drive from Tennessee. So yeah, if I'm even there, be driving up from freaking Texas or something. Yeah, you'd probably be in Germany, have to fly over, <laughs> catch a flight. So, not a word of a lie, it's already on my work schedule. Like, my boss, I've told my boss, like, the draft day is just it's non negotiable, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be there, yeah. He's like, well, we have this project over Easter. I'm like, no, Easter's okay. <laughs> Draft day's not. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I, I really hope we can all get together. Uh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Especially with throwing stuff like this at everyone. They, everyone might want to sit down and talk. Yeah. Uh, and, again, Ian says he'll take all the questions. You know what? You guys can call me if you got questions. I, you know. So I'll answer everything I can. If I can, I'll figure out the answer. So like, but we'll do the best we can. Yeah. And I guess I'll, I'll throw in with that. Like when I say, if you have questions, just call me or whatever. Like I, I'm not saying that, that I'm willing to take the time to answer your questions. I'm saying it, that I look forward to people having enough interest in this to ask, you know, like if you're interested and you're not sure about something, ask, please, like, it's not like, oh, I don't want to inconvenience them. And this goes for the league, too. Like, I don't know. This maybe will show people I'm maybe more into this league than someone should be into a fantasy league. But but it's not just that I'm willing to answer your questions. I look forward to them. You know, even if you're like, I don't really like how this role works. Or I, what about this? Or every one of those, even if I don't take it and say, oh, well, I'm going to change the league tomorrow. Every one of those things, like, I'm, I jot down. And I look at it, look for ways. Does, does it make sense to implement it? You know, things that are hard. There's been some suggestions that are hard to implement right now. But, you know, if we developed a website, being able to do things that require more tracking, if we could automate that on a web page, like it might be something that gets mentioned now that gets implemented in two or three years. So, like, I hope everyone knows, like, I, I it's not a burden when people call and want to talk about the league or have a question about the league or this or that. So I, I just wanted to throw that in there. Absolutely. And the one thing I, I try to make sure everyone always remembers it, it's, it's not Ian's league. It's not Joe's league. It's not, it's all of our league. Like stick the questions in there. Yeah. But you know what? Challenge the rules. Even if, uh, you know, Adam wants the scoring raise 21.627%. Like, we'll vote. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. We had a good laugh about that. So absolutely, yeah. Adam and I, some I, I don't know who doesn't doesn't know at this point, but like we actually all got together for dinner the other day, and that came up, and man, we had a good laugh about it. Like, oh, absolutely. And then yeah. Justin just egging the whole thing on. Yes, I want to vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that that that's what I mean about like getting together and kind of starting to know anybody, like. It's a dry text message. You can look at it and be like, oh, this guy's a dick. 
Adam's not being a dick at all. No, he's just, he's just no. being Adam. No, we're just having fun with it. Absolutely. But so, and I knew it was a joke, and I was messing around that particular one, bringing it up for a vote and stuff. But it was kind of a twofold thing. One is having fun and you know make, making the joke, so to speak. But two, making the point at the same time. Like if someone wants to bring something up for a vote with the league, go, going back to like you say, I commission the league, but I don't think about it as my league either. Like if there's something you guys want to put out there for a vote or a question or a suggestion or whatever, like bring it. You know, I mean, there's 11 other owners other than me in this league. If I say, yeah, I don't know or whatever. Unless it's something I physically can't manage, it's going to go up for a vote. You know, I mean, just because I don't come up with an idea doesn't mean it's not a good one and that the league won't love it. Absolutely. You'll overthink it for us, but that, that's what Ian does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll play devil's advocate, convince myself I like it, and then play devil's advocate for the other side and fucking wind up where I started. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, I got no complaints about this league so far. And, and you know what? I think the rules voting has been going well. Yeah. You know, we tweaked a few things that just didn't work. Yeah. I, you know, making things, I think, better. You know, there are at least nine people in the league thought were better. So. Absolutely. Or, yeah. Try to take some Joe loopholes out of the whole thing. Well, man. Don't worry. I'll exploit them. I was gonna, there's one or two. I didn't even put up for a vote. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but, yeah. No, the, the stuff that I do, I try to make that my guiding thing with this whole thing, whether it's the EFS, the NDFA, the UFFL, which still exists just differently than it used to. But the stuff that I do that has to do with the league, and I still find time for other things. Like I still have a job, you know, I have the family and that, but I, I try to do it. Everything through the lens of making the league better. You know, I, I, I work pretty hard at making sure I don't come up with or implement rules for the league that favor anyone, myself more than anyone, because it has to be equitable for everyone or the legal fold. And that's the last thing I want. I don't want to win the league. My goal isn't, honestly, I, I want to win. My goal isn't to win the league, though. It's to keep the league good and keep it going. That That is central to everything with it. Like, the UFFL actually folding fucking killed me. Like, oh, I, I, absolutely. It's, and and I take some responsibility for that. It was just something that I couldn't personally support for myself to do yeah. a- anymore. And uh, a, a little, little bit of attachment to this league. And I got to be like, I don't want to be in other leagues. And, and like, I, I went two leagues that year, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. No, no, and that was a little painful. And especially, so Fish was probably, Big Fish was probably the longest standing member of that, that going back to, the 80s, I believe you told me. Well, and uh, different I, commissioners, but I guess to be fair, it hasn't actually folded. It's just the next iteration. And, and for those that weren't involved with it, we're talking about what's now the UFFL Survival League, which yes, that's a different podcast. But that was fun. So I did kind of want to touch on that because I oh, thought sure. about that a little earlier. All right. Um, is, is there any thought to attaching that to the shares? So when when we start talking about the future plans of we could do this, we could do that, whatever. If this model actually works, if there's actually interest in it, if the people playing or the people surrounding the people playing are interested in, in buying shares and trading shares for a fantasy team and stuff, this could be attached uh, in the big picture. That format could be attached to literally anything. Right. 
we could buy shares in your truck in my car and Adam's truck and whoever's car fucking lasts the longest without dying. That's who wins, you know, like that would be dumb in my opinion, <laughs> but I'm just saying you could take that model and apply it to literally anything, but more so to any fantasy. Like that's just a direct, okay, well we take this and in a way, I don't want to call it betting. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you could export the ownership model and even for different league types evolve how it works a little bit here and there. So to answer your question a little more succinctly, there's thought to it. Not this year. But not not this year. Because really the thing is, does this crazy idea work? And it's so well suited for the Dynasty League that this is the place to start. You know, I mean, with a redraft league, even the survival style, like that's a one and done thing. It's hard to look at any history or, you know, it's it's just there'd have to be tweaks to make this system work for that. But fundamentally, does this system capture people's excite people, capture people's interest the way it has mine and yours, you know, and, and a few other people? Um, or is it just like when you start getting past like this core group of people, is it kind of like, eh, maybe it's interesting, but not really for me kind of thing. And so it's really, can we prove this concept? Does it make sense? Does it work? Are people excited about it? You do it once and then you're like, yeah, that wasn't really that great. And if the answer to those things is yes, then I'll pour the time into, okay, this is a, this is a format where we could take that ownership piece, the share prices. This is how we would price it in the survival league. This is how, how many shares you would have. This this is the point of having shares in that kind of a league. You know, it wouldn't necessarily be whole hog new, completely different, but it would have tweaks to it. And it would take time to do that. And it's time that I'll invest at the point that it makes sense to. And, and I say I, that we, I mean, all of this comes from, you know, I, I might've said, I don't know how much I've said I through the conversation, but this isn't just wholly born for me. Like this has been developed over, months and months of conversation about i don't even remember where we started but it yeah anyway that, that's a different tangent but yeah there's literally been lost sleep over these conversations oh yeah. yeah but yeah this this is the first go at it and it's really for the the people that are already wrapped up in this league if it doesn't excite us as a group then it's hard to picture it exciting other people yeah. Uh, I, I got you. I was asking the question. Yeah. So why we're talking about survival. Yeah. Because it's the only other league I'll play. Do we turn that unlimited and or best ball? So best ball, no. You don't like best ball? I do like, uh, I like the idea of best ball. It's not that we can't do best ball. It's that that would be a different league. So it'll stay with lineups for the UFFL Survivor League. For, for a couple of reasons, but that was something really specific that a handful of members of the league um, had pointed at as something that was central to their experience playing fantasy. And that was always part of the UFFL. So, cause we had kind of toyed with the idea of doing a best ball type thing last year. Um, so if we did a best ball thing, we would add a league, I think. Um, what else, what was the rest of the question? Expanding the teams. Oh, as far as expanding. I, I think that we do this year, but we do it the same way we did last year is probably shortly after the NDFA draft. So the dynasty draft, yep. we'll probably start 
we're, you know, we'll get through, we'll do the draft, start doing some of the contracts and stuff. And then there'll be another lull until preseason comes. And that'll be the time where I shift focus back to survival, go through all the original members from last year, see who's in, who's not. Everyone that was in last year is invited in this year. I mean, there's been talk about the first team eliminated. That was one of the things originally. We'll actually get kicked out, not be able to play again the next year. The first year we had said we weren't doing that. The second year, maybe we're still developing things. So maybe it won't be this year either. But so everyone who played last year is invited back this year. So we'll see how many teams we have. And then we'll do the same thing is we'll go and give each team a chance to nominate one. We'll have a vote. Do we want to add team? And then we'll go through the process of to keep it friends and family. You know, everyone who's available or who's in the league will have the opportunity to nominate someone and we'll, we'll have a vote on that. And based on that, then, you know, cast invitations for the next teams and, and grow it that way. But I think, I think it's something that everyone has to comment on, but you could grow it to 16 pretty easily. You could drop the two QB format and grow it to 32 pretty easily and watch the bidding happen on Drew Locke when he's the 30th quarterback left. And some teams like, fuck, I have to have a quarterback. Obviously, the more teams you put in, the harder it is to win, but the bigger the prize pool is. So, you know, that that's something, in my mind, it could get bigger. We're at 12 teams. Were we 10 or 12 last year? Yeah. 14 would be easy to do. 16 would start to make it crazy. But then you get it up to 30. Hell, you get it up to 50. You could have teams that go without a quarterback. Like, oh, good. So the, there's there's lots of ways that could go. And, and maybe that means that there's multiple survival leagues. Maybe you have a 45-team survival league that you have to be really dumb to play in. But if you just love chaos and want to see what happens and that you're eliminating two or three teams a week, the bottom two, the bottom three, whatever, to, to make the numbers all work for the amount of weeks in the season. But for the UFFL survival, as it exists, and I can't answer a question quickly, can I? <laughs> No, it's all good. You're, You're just thorough. thorough. Yeah. For for the league as it exists today, we're going to circle around with everyone who played last year, invite everyone back into it. And then for all the players that do or don't decide to play, whoever's left, we'll then start, we'll have a vote. Do we want to expand past 12 and then start inviting people in with the same process we used last year? See, the exciting thing about that league is doing every, every week was felt like the playoffs. Oh, man. Like, yeah, you're out if you don't make it. Then when you start looking at them projected scores and you're like, God damn, we yeah. only projected three more than Ian this week. Oh, yeah. God damn, what's going to happen Monday? Every single week, like you said, was like the playoffs. Your heart's beating. You're like, God, I don't like to lose in fantasy any week. I want to be friggin' undefeated every season. But that one, every single week, which I only lasted two weeks. I can't believe how fast I got booted out. Thanks, Julio. So you're slightly better than Steven. A little bit. <laughs> By a week. But man, heart, even after I was eliminated, heart pumping, like, what's going to happen? Like, that's probably a similar feel that you get to playing DFS without tying up as much money into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were very few weeks I kind of cruised. My team was only so so all year. I think I was fourth out. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back, check the tape. I mean, okay, Ron. But like, there was only like one or two weeks through that whole thing. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I don't want to score enough points. There are five teams that are under me, but oh yeah. Like, and then the even more exciting part, not, probably not more, but just as exciting part 
You're like, like where, where do, do I, I spend my money and not run out of money? Oh yeah. Like that, dude, that's some real stress. Oh yeah. And I and I I screwed myself by not paying for Lamar Jackson when I needed a second quarterback. But like, yeah, it's you are you talk about stressing over free agency for the first week in this league. In that league, you're like, this is every this is life and death. Like oh, yeah. I'm out if I don't hit this right. You know, how much money does everybody else have? And so I'll tell you need a quarterback because he's got like six dollars more than I do. Like for for people who really enjoyed that league that like I want to play in 10 of them. I wasn't actually familiar last year with what's called a guillotine league, but that is almost the same thing. So there's at least one website out there. I can't think of which one or I'd plug them that has a thing called a guillotine league, which is real similar, but it's a much smaller roster. The basic game type. I don't know if somehow that got beamed into my head or whatever, because I wasn't familiar with it at the time. Or maybe I had heard an advertisement in passing and it planted a seed. But So you, you can go out and join guillotine leagues. But there's no IDP. They tend to be one quarterback. But it's, it's similar in the sense that a team gets eliminated and the players go back in the pool and stuff like that. And the same website, if I'm remembering right, also has something called a vampire league, where you have a 12-team league, but only 11 teams draft. And then the vampire team gets to pick all players out of the uh, – free agent pool for free no bidding or anything they get first crack at all the free agents before any other team can and they build a team and then you play a normal fantasy season but every time the vampire team wins they get to steal any player off the team they just defeated so i found out about that and guillotine leagues at the same time and it, it planted a seed but i don't think i'm gonna run more leagues this year i think it'll just be the two and then if i added one it would possibly be if if there was interest in a large scale like let's be really crazy a hundred team survival league like that could be utter fucking chaos like complete yeah you know so i mean you'd have obviously 70 teams with no quarterback yeah but you would think those teams would then spend up on the top end running backs because they don't have to win you just can't be last right so yeah, and only thirty of them teams are getting a running back. So then there's only thirty teams that are getting receivers. Yeah. So then maybe you do have to hold a bunch of money back, you know, because you're eliminating then a hundred teams. You're eliminating eighteen eight teams a week. What to bid on teams that have no quarterback or running back on them? Yeah. Oh yeah, them teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like no teams would even have a full roster. Like a full roster was what twenty eight players or something like that. Yeah. It's only 1,500 players in the NFL active. Yeah. 53 times 32. Well, it's we cut down six. on the rosters a little bit. Too. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Eventually, you would have to max it out. But at 100 teams, it would have to be a maximum of 15-man roster. Right. I don't know. Like I said, if such a thing started to become created, then there's always the chance to be creative. Sure. A hundred man survivor league, you could easily basically double the players. Two people could own Josh Allen, two people could own him. So there's leagues out there. Chaos. There's leagues out there and, and websites that support the leagues out there that use multiple copies of, of players. So every week that someone's eliminated, if the team that has Josh Allen's eliminated and someone's still in has them, 
no more duplicates and you cut down on players. You'd be pretty stressed for a long time. Yeah. Because you might not always get that quarterback. When- yeah. Yeah. That Anyway, that, these are the ideas that I kick around in my head. Like, how can we make it more chaotic or ratchet up the intensity or what, what can we do that's just a little bit different that, that would draw people in just that much more from your traditional league? So at the end of the day, knowing that people are stressing as much as I am over fantasy is the best feeling in the world. Oh, I love it. The ultimate for me will be with the NDFA, we, we progress, build up a little bit of money. We start doing things. We, whether it's this, so I already found a guy, I think I had mentioned to you, I'm certain I mentioned to you that designs logos and stuff for sports. Yeah. You sent me his contacts. Yeah. And it's really reasonable. It's about 15 bucks per team. Like this ain't a ton of money. So all in for the whole league, you're 250 bucks, including a league logo. Cause I've just got something I stole off the internet that eventually someone's going to complain that I'm using their logo. But right. um, the ultimate for me will be the first time if ever we can make it happen that someone who doesn't play in the league buys a hat or a Jersey for our league, the ultimate made up team. And someone wants a Jersey for it. That's going to happen. Someday. If it ever happens, that will be, gratifying and hilarious at the same time no that that's gonna happen one of these days someone's gonna throw down that whatever 40 bucks right show me your tds hat yeah gonna happen. part of that and th- this is something i've been tossing around a lot part of that is what do you do with the team as far as branding them you know we had tossed around the idea once of geographical locations you know the 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 buffalo whatever the Cleveland, whatever the you know, Milton, right. Williamsport. But I don't know if you need to. Oh, everything else is made up. Yeah. What tells is different. I mean, so the idea. This is getting more philosophical than we need. Well, I can always cut it. The idea of the geographical thing was that it allows you to appeal to a captive audience. Like you might not know what it is, but it's the Williamsport something. It's a cool logo. You throw the hat on that says Williamsport because that's where you live. Or Buffalo, or, you know, Buffalo is a great example of that. There's a lot of Buffalo pride in Buffalo. So there's that. But then you say, well, you could have something like show me your TDs and with the right logo, people just buy it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care where it is. Like they don't, they don't care if it's in Williamsport, Milton, or Buffalo. Well, exactly. And they don't even necessarily have any inkling or care that it's connected to a fantasy team. Right. It's just a cool logo and a hat that says show me your TDs and it's funny. I've, I, I've gone back and forth and back and forth with this. Yeah, my merchandise, anybody can have it. Yeah. I don't care if you like fantasy football or not. Yeah. Live with it either. So, but it's something to give some thought to before we spend money making hats or anything. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have to clean up the, the team name. Yeah. What you can't have, or can't, air quotes around can't, where you, where you have a little bit more of a problem is Team Vito, you know? Yeah. Team... Well, he doesn't call it Luther. Oh, Hackenberg. Yeah. Uh, going to Disney, maybe. You get yourself in some trouble. Like the word Disney, I don't think it's a name. I don't think you can trademark that. But you couldn't use anything Disney-related as your logo or for your team or whatever. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. You know, you're not fucking with Disney. Yeah. So, you know, there's, like I said, there's some thought that has to go on. There's some cleaning up to do. Yeah. yeah. When we get to that, we'll cross that. Oh, sure. I, I would absolutely love it if that was our biggest problem of the month. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Ian, you ain't keeping me up all night. Oh, actually, 
seems like we buzzed through it for us relatively quickly. <laughs> for us? Yeah, no, it's two and a half hours quicker. Yeah. Yeah. That last one was fucking two o'clock. I was fucking hurt puppy the next day. Eleven thirty is good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Any closing thoughts on the whole thing that you want to share with the league? Uh, no. Just like I said, and I've said it a lot, so I won't dwell on it too much. But if it's something that sparks your interest, if show it, please, because I really don't know if this is just a stupid idea or not. And the only way I'm gonna know is if if people show some interest, and that doesn't mean that even putting money into it or buying shares or anything, but like just something. Cause like at the end of the day, if we do it and it's just, you know, you and I that buy shares and teams and stuff. And if you're sitting there saying, Oh, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll get in next year. It'll make more sense for me then. Just shoot me a text and say it, you know, if, if you would only cause there might not be a next year. If like, if literally no one else, no one buys a single share of anything, it's going to make me stop and look at it and say, is this worth putting the time into to do again next year? Or do I need to revamp it in such a way when maybe the current system is interesting, but there's no feedback. So it's like, well, we'll, we'll rethink it and reimagine it, try to do it a different way next year. So that's the only thing I'd say about it is if you're still listening and you're like, ah, oh, it's interesting and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Great. Do it. It's interesting, but maybe next year. Yeah. Just say something if you would. So feedback's going to be everything on it. Yeah. Because obviously me and you are into it. And, uh, you know, there, there's some nervous excitement through the whole thing, right? Oh, so, for sure. So finding out what other people think, if, if we're crazy, not crazy, or or whatever, whether they want it or not, like, yeah. it, we would enjoy it. And again, it would be extremely appreciated. I guess that's what I'll leave it at. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can tell me I'm bad shit crazy. I'm, I'm good with that. Not yeah. the first time I've heard it. No, no, and even that's feedback, you know. And like Absolutely. I said, even if it, even if it's negative, it's extremely appreciated. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, guys. There we go. Have fun listening. Yeah, this should be another three or four episodes. Good night, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> he was out hours ago. Yeah.